Welcome. This is Until All Have Heard with Ed Cannon, the president of the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepard. These conversations, Ed, are just to give our friends just an idea of what's going on sort of behind the scenes at FEBC. Well, we're happy to be able to talk with people. I can't believe anybody's particularly interested in anything that I have to say. But I do have the privilege to see how God's working through our incredible staff all over the world. And that might be of some value to our listeners. I think so. And here we are, the final program of the year 2020. We only launched this podcast a few months ago, but already we're at the last program of the year. And speaking of the year 2020, it's one we're not going to soon forget, right? Well, so many people, I think, Wayne, are looking at 2020 and saying, I'm so glad it's over with all the political unrest around the world and, of course, the coronavirus. But I take a little bit different approach. What can we learn by the experiences that we've had in this most unusual year. I think there are no accidents, and God's trying to speak to each of our hearts in a different way about uh, all this stuff. I know FEBC will not be the same next year as it has been in the past because of what we mm-hmm. learn, what we do differently. And in many cases, Wayne, so many more people are listening on different platforms that we've yeah. kind of innovated because of this opportunity. Yeah. Well, with the coronavirus uh, topping the news almost constantly now for many months, uh, there's some stories around the world that have uh, not received enough attention, I don't believe. The changes in China, the the changes in Hong Kong, maybe we can talk about that for a few moments here. They're, they've been significant. Yeah, there's been a hundred-year-old agreement between China and the British government that started at the end of World War II. And for the first 50 years, it was two governments and two systems where Hong Kong was independent and free. And then starting in 1997, Hong Kong became part of China, but for Mm -hmm. another 50 years would still be free to have its own government and rules and regulations. Now, just recently, at the end of last year, the Chinese government imposed a new law that said uh, no more independent government. The Chinese government is now going to take over. So they're shortening the term of this agreement by 25 years. What does that mean for the people of Hong Kong? They're essentially under the Chinese rule. We don't Mm -hmm. know exactly what that looks like just yet, but there are some concerns that the freedom, the religious freedom and the liberties that the Hong Kong people are enjoying for these last 75 years are going to be somewhat diminished under the Chinese authority. Yeah. And we don't know exactly what it means for FEBC broadcasts for the years to come here either. But, you know, we still have listeners in Hong Kong and we have a testimony from a listener I want everyone to hear. It's voiced by one of our Chinese broadcasters. We call him Joshua Sun. Let's listen as he tells the story of this listener. In 1990, when I was a senior high student, I heard the voice of FEBC on my radio and came to know Jesus Christ. At high school graduation, I thought of going to a seminary to prepare myself for full-time service. But that did not happen. I drifted away from God for worldly things, and as a result, suffered much anguish, torment, and pain. I thank the Lord for looking after me and hearing my prayers in times of difficulties, saving me from danger and misery. I fully know that it was I who deserted God, but He never deserted me. Thank God. Because of this coronavirus pandemic in 2020, I isolated myself at home and from the world. 
the Holy Spirit moved me to come back to God once again, and thus received much grace from Him. Leading the whole family to know God was the greatest joy and satisfaction I and my family can enjoy. Praise the Lord! You would never abandon even one, and you always take care of the smallest lamb, not to lose even one. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! And thank you, FBC, for preaching the gospel in all of China. What a wonderful story! I love listening to the testimonies of people whose lives are changed by the gospel of Jesus Christ, and what a privilege it is for FBC to even have a small part of that miraculous transformation. Yeah. This listener, Wayne, like many that we've heard of during the coronavirus. Uh, turned back to God. We don't know for sure that it was because of the radio, but we know so many people in this isolation period had no other voice to listen to. Yet the faithful broadcasters of FEBC are always there. Our radio broadcasts are continuing to go out and penetrate into even the most isolated of lives uh, through barriers of walls, governments. And nothing stops these radio broadcasts. And like this man, many are alone, scared, anxious, maybe walking away from God. And the radio is the voice that brings them back to hope. Yeah, we we know that because this is just one story. We hear many. Can you put any number at all on how many responses we get out of China, for instance? Well, out of China, we used to measure our responses by the number of handwritten letters we received, and of course, over time, that's transitioned to emails and now to text messages and to following. But the last year, we just measured handwritten letters. It was eight hundred and seventy-nine thousand. Oh, wow! Uh, now, Wayne, we have uh, most recently started evaluating text messages. Uh, and messages on social media, and the most recent number that we've seen is 12 million. Oh my goodness! Per month. Wow. And that's not necessarily that's astounding. It, it is astounding, and we see numbers of people going to the web, numbers of people downloading our social media apps, and a number of people following right. regularly on social media. So. The number really isn't the goal to us. I understand. Our goal is to hear stories like the one you just heard, where someone's life is actually transformed by the gospel, and that's the message that we're focusing on getting out. It's the life transformational message that only the gospel delivers. I fully subscribe to that, Ed. It's not the numbers and ratings that we would call them here in the States, but it's it's what difference it's making in people's lives. That's what we want to hear about, and we have heard about it over and over again. The thing that amazes me is that when you're talking about email and text messaging and social media, those are all forms of communication that can be tracked easily by the government, and yet people still take the risk of letting us know what's happening in their life because of FEBC. Yeah, that's right, Wayne. And we spoke earlier about some of the changes in Hong Kong. And of course, we've been a little bit nervous about how that's going to work out, but we haven't had a problem. To date, we're still broadcasting on internet, on social media. We still have live apps going all throughout China. And we're not afraid to say that that's what we're doing because 
the government knows exactly what we're doing. And part of the hope that we have is in the fact that for 70 years, we've been broadcasting into that country. We don't insult anyone. We don't talk about politics or persecution or human rights violations. We talk about one and only thing. And as long as we, quote, stick to our knitting, said the government, there is less concern over what we're doing. And we know that our message brings hope and encouragement to people despite the difficulties of the coronavirus and everything else that's going on. Here's another uh, note, email I assume, that comes from China. FEBC distributes radios to our church free of charge. After receiving a radio, I started listening to the programs. Through the radio, God's Word taught me, accompanied me, and led me through the most painful days of my life. You know, our broadcasters understand full well that because our broadcasts contain the powerful message of the gospel, it will have the effect that God wants it to when people hear it. But in many cases, the limitation to people hearing that message on the radio is that they don't have a radio. So it's not a core part of our ministry. However, we do distribute radios, especially to places where we know there's very few Mm -hmm. listeners. And when one radio is given out, what we find is hundreds of people respond because they're listening in groups, they share the radio, they find other ways to get radios, and it just expands our ministry significantly. We have a few more of these notes from listeners that we're looking at here together, and I know you have some scripture to share with us in just a moment, but I'm looking at one that comes from, we're not sure where exactly in Asia, but it just says East Asia. Your programs have helped me express deeply my love and worship for Christ. My challenging journey is strengthened through your broadcasts, which are always with me. You encouraged me to go to Scripture, Wayne, and I think we were talking about Colossians chapter 1, where Paul's writing to the people of Colossians, and he says in verse 9, For this reason, since the day that we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with the knowledge of His will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding." And that fits so well with the prayer that FEBC broadcasters have for the people. We know they're hearing the Word of God because they write and tell us, just like these testimonies that you're reading today. But it is our prayer that God will fill them with the knowledge and understanding that all spiritual wisdom will bring. Not our Mm -hmm. words, not man's messages, but His message. And that our broadcasts, which we know are getting there, will come with spiritual knowledge. And it's not just Asia. Here's a note from Northwest Africa, where FEBC is heard. When I was tuning my radio, I accidentally landed on your station and started to listen every day. My life has changed, and all my family decided to follow Christ. There is no church to attend in my area, and I don't know any other believer. Your radio is the only source for my spiritual life. Thank you. Well, it's wonderful that he says our radio is the only source of his spiritual life. We know the truth behind that. We know that we are strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that by giving thanks to the Father, who has qualified them to share in the inheritance of the saints, he has rescued them from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his Son, which he loves, in whom... We have the redemption and the forgiveness of sins. Just great. 
Well, back to Central Asia, Mongolia specifically, listening to your program has taught me that despite my struggles, I am a good mother to my 20-year-old Down syndrome son. I am tested, but I am strong. Today we learned a beautiful verse that made us both smile. The greatest of these is love. Thank you, FEBC, for your love and support. That heartwarming? You know, one of the characteristics, Wayne, that I can share with you about our staff around the world is the fact that they do truly love the people that they speak to. I see it so often when I look at them sitting in the studio weeping as they pray together with a listener or thinking about the difficult circumstances, the person that's on the other side of the microphone and how this message that God has given us the privilege to share can change those lives. What a privilege it is to see that and witness it. I know there's been a recent report that I think as we end the year 2020, we might uh, rejoice at. And the report that you got is the number of hours that are produced on the radio every day by FEBC. Can you put a handle on that? Yeah. So let me explain what that means. We have broadcasters in 141 languages right now in almost 50 countries. And we measure the volume of our work by live programming hours that are put out every day. So this is not the number of hours that go out on the radio per se, but rather the number of hours of original content that our broadcasters produce each and every in their day local in language. all these different okay. languages. Yeah. So for the last six or eight years, those numbers have averaged around 800, 900, approaching 1,000. But this year, with the addition of a number of minority languages and the advent of social media, which gives us an opportunity to have more platforms, that number has reached 1,572 hours every day of live content focusing on the life-changing message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I I get tired just hearing that large number, (laughs) you know, and so we have a lot to be thankful for. This year has been very difficult for so many people, and yet the gospel still goes forth through FEBC and other means as well. So a lot to be grateful for. Well, as we wrap up this 2020 year, this year of unusual uh, life all around the world in lots of, let us pray that next year would be a year of opportunity, maybe less difficulty and more glorious presence of God through the radio and in the lives of many people. So let's pray that 2021 be the year of the Lord, a year of revelation and revival all around the world so that many can come to know His Son, Jesus Christ. We're with you on that, Ed. Thanks to everyone for your support of the Far East Broadcasting Company. Thank you for listening. Pass the word along about this podcast until all have heard. We'd love to have others join us as well. And Happy New Year, Ed. We'll see you in January. Happy New Year to you, Wayne. All right. And to all of our listeners. Thanks for listening to Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. More information at febc.org.